What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Ray, the host of the Ray Infinity Show podcast. This is episode number 48. And man, never I didn't know if we, I never knew if we would ever get this far on the show. Like, yeah, because I, I, I thought this was just going to be something fun to do, just messing around, because I just had a lot of ideas building up. I didn't know if I would ever even get to this. I've gotten to it. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, got just the today and tomorrow of my YouTube um, 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 jail thing, YouTube suspension. Then after that, I'm going to be back up on YouTube. And I can't wait for that. Because, like, these last this last week has been, like, a lot. I, I like doing my podcast, but it's just, it just felt odd this week. Like it's it's different for some reason. I'm not saying and like I'm not saying it's actually a terrible thing. I mean, I want to be on YouTube. I'm glad about doing my podcast. I'm I'm glad about doing it, but YouTube is just something like there's something special about um posting videos on YouTube. Because like for the past like since decade or so, probably actually longer, I should I should say. Like YouTube has been the the go ahead place where you could go and like just watch all your favorite videos and watch all your movies and post a lot of this um funny content and just look up anything you want pretty much and you would have a very great great time with it and and like being in that position where I basically can't even post anything because like um of guideline strikes when um I never even broke any rules I never did and the and the reasoning they gave it to me was bullcrap. It's like um, I never said what they said. I I said because I never said uh, what what they're tr- implying about the 2020 election on that episode that was taken down. All I was doing was talking about um the 20 the the the, the this um, um Republican primary record turnout. That's what I was talking about. I never said the outcome of the 2020 election was different than what it was. I never said that. Nor did I show any comments of people saying that. I did not. And look where we are right now. Yeah, so like when I go back on on YouTube, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna be extremely careful with what I post and what I say on that on it. It's like I do not want to get another strike and then have to be banned for two weeks. And then if I get another strike after that, I get banned permanently. So I I just can't I can't risk that. Like I'm like it's like this episode and all the other episodes I've done in between this time of the suspension from YouTube. They will not be going back up on YouTube. I've said that multiple times, but I just can't take that risk. So, yeah, I, I don't like it, but got to deal with it. So, yeah. So, yeah, just yeah, just got this episode and tomorrow's episode to do. And like, yeah, and I can't wait to get back to YouTube. That is going to be a very fun time. And so, yeah. All right. Now, let's start getting into the topics here today, because like I actually wanted to talk about some I had some things I really did want to talk about today. Some interesting stuff. So yeah. As you guys know, yesterday's episode was about the January sixth committee hearings, and I talked about how bull and I talked about how bull crap it was. Like it was a bunch of bull crap that made no sense whatsoever. And like, so yeah. So right, give me one second because like um, the hearings were happening today. And what well, more hearings happen, but um, like what, like um, I believe it was this article was from today or yesterday from from Breitbart. I think it was from today. Give me one second. I'm gonna go right to. I'm gonna go right read into this article right here. Dem representative. All right. Hopefully you guys can see this. Like this is a, wait. This is an article from Breitbart right here. We're actually gonna talk more about it. And like um, this was a Dem representative Logren Logren. I forgot how you say her name. But she was talking about um, about Trump and about saying how he is a threat to the country when there is no evidence whatsoever to even suggest that Donald Trump is a threat to the country. Like, if anyone's a threat to the country, it's former Vice President Joe Biden who is a threat to the country. So yeah, there and like Trump, like I said before, on numerous occasions, I've said this: Trump did not incite what happened on January sixth. It was a bunch of FBI informants and or agents and also a bunch of Antifa thugs that were infiltrated the rally. And like they actually were the ones that stormed the Capitol. And anyway, like um, the, the the police actually even opened the doors and just welcomed them in, welcomed all these, these people in. They were shaking hands and taking selfies like this is some really weird stuff going on later. 
And plus, there's, thousands, there's so much more footage that that the that they're suppressing that they will not release. And so, yeah, I'm curious about what is in that footage. I'm really curious. Not like I'm like also like remember that guy who actually who was actually a BLM guy, I believe, got into the got into into the building and was filming it. Then in turn, and then he's turned around and sold his tape to CNN. So like. Yeah, was that guy um, paid to do? Was that guy? Did that guy do that on his own, or was he told to do that and just took advantage of it? Or so who knows? Like that would actually be really interesting to know. Um, I would hope we could find that out, but I do not believe we ever will. So yeah. Well, this article we're read it right here. So yeah, we're gonna this is uh, um, we're gonna start reading it right here. <clears throat> And like guys, I like actually. I'm, I'm looking at Breitbart's articles. I also look at them, um, the Daily Caller, um, New York Post, and like yeah, like once in a while I check. I I try not to go with Fox News's articles because that that would make a clear bias. So I try to avoid them as much as possible. But whenever like there's cer- in like certain circumstances, I go I check them out and use them. But yeah, I try to use alternate sources from the mainstream media ones, other than maybe the New York Post. But you guys know what I'm trying to say here. And I quote in this article. <clears throat> Representative Zoe Lofgren, Lofgren, I believe that's how you pronounce her name. Sorry if I botch it. Of, of California, uh, it said Friday on MSNBC's The Beat that former um, President Donald Trump was an ongoing threat because he is convincing millions of Americans to not tr- trust our election system by claiming something was, yeah, happened. So, yeah, I, you guys know that. I'm, I'm trying to, what I'm saying right there, I can't say that for obvious reasons. But, yeah, like, I'm, like if you, like, if anything, the Democrats are, tr- are making it look like we're, we are making us not trust the system anymore. You know why? It's like they're so desperate to change our voting systems, the, the voting laws. And plus, on top of that, they said the 2020 election was the most secure election in history. Okay, then if that is true, then why are you guys desperately trying to change the voting laws? Because, yeah, I can't comment too much on that for reasons, but yeah, you guys, <laughs> that is pretty funny. But to say that it was also the most secure election, too, was was stupid. Like, they literally bypassed um, the state legislators, which is illegal, because the legislators are the ones that decide um, voting laws in, in the states. They bypassed the le- the state legislators, and, like, they, they, they had universal mail-in ballots, and they also had drop boxes everywhere. And, and yeah, and now they're trying, and, and like, when law, states starting to, started to pass laws that regulated some of those things, like, the, main, the media and, like, the left, they went after them because, like, how dare you take that away from us? We people, those have a right to use those forms of voting. Okay. Why, you got, guess what? This wasn't around before the 2020 election. This stuff was, he was, did not come around till then. It was only for, um, for reasons. The only, and the reason that these were put out by people who bypassed the, the, the legislators, they did it because to make it easier for people to vote for the, because of something, some, some C-19 thing, yeah, <laughs> to make so that so that people could vote for that because of that, which is, but still, even with that, that was still illegal because they bypassed the system, the, the legislators, because they were not allowed to do that. And so, like, after all this debacle with the 2020 thing, a bunch of the state legislators passed laws that regulated this, and they and these leftists came after them. And so, and so what the Democrats decided have been trying to do, they've been trying to pass these voting these so-called voting rights bills to so that to keep these to keep these things in place and like do other things which um like um here's some of the things that I think you guys would be curious about banning voter ID universal mail-in ballot drop boxes everywhere have cannot have those drop boxes be monitored like stuff like idiotic stuff like that or like or even regulating states that um had um that like they even had provisions in these some of these bills that regulated like and kept close watch on states that had previously had slave like particularly southern states that had slaves beforehand, which um you can't like you're trying to separate states from states, which if anything you're being um you're you guys are the ones dividing this country 
you're making us not trust the system anymore. It's like you're you're saying like, oh, the, what the dem, what the Republicans are doing is anti-democratic and it's racist. It's trying to stop minorities from voting. Well, but here's the thing: but these voter laws that have been passed by the states, like voter ID and stuff like that, it's it makes people trust election and election integrity now, and makes people more people want to go out and vote because they think the system is more secure and that their vote actually counts and will be um and be counted. And it's going to be and be made sure. So yeah, I so that just tells you everything. And plus, I believe I, I I believe it was Stalin that said this. I could be wrong, but I believe it was Stalin. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was Stalin who said this. It's not the votes that count; it's who counts them that matters. So he said something along those lines, and that's a hundred percent true. It's like um, doesn't matter who people vote for. All what matters is who the people that counts the votes. That matters. So, yeah, that just that tells you everything you need to know right there. But anyway, Mel Burr, I believe that's one of the hosts um, on MSNBC, asked, why does it matter that Trump, according to the evidence, knew he lost rather than was perhaps mistaken? Okay, Uh, Trump did not. Okay, I'm trying to word this correctly. Uh, I don't think he believed. I, in my view, my view, my view on that part is like, I think he had a few, a lot of points there. I'll just leave it at that. He had a lot of points. I'll just, yeah, you guys, yeah. Lord Grimm, Lord Lofgren said, well, it goes to um, consciousness, consciousness of guilt. But he also used his, uh, to whip, I know what you guys know what I'm trying, I can't say that, to whip up the mob that we saw last night. So the front rate that he did out of off the lie, the addition that he created um, at the mob, it was all part of the screen to overturn the election. The election is supposed to choose the next president and not the incumbent incumbents. As Liz said, as Liz said, he on the morning of the sixth, he planned to stay in power, even though he lost the election. That's never happened in American history before. Well, guess well. Uh, guess what? He had a right to hold that rally. And guess what? It, the like and the Constitution allows the allows the uh, allows um the president of the Senate, which is the vice president, to ex- to have the exclusive rights to not only count but disqualify electoral votes. And plus, there it happened one time where like um the person who got the most electoral votes was not elected the president because of certain circumstances that went into the election. Um, I forgot who it was. Like. Who, what, which election was that? Um, I, I forgot which election it was, but I'll, I'll go back and look at it later, and I'll I'll let you guys know as a as a next time. <clears throat> uh, I I think the I think the threat is ongoing to the country because he is convinced because he is convinced millions of people who trust him who voted for him he has misled them into thinking that the election system does not work. He's not saying that part so that he can seize power. That's that's very dangerous. He's not trying to seize power, and he's not trying to mislead the public. Because, like, and, and like you're trying to say, he he has a lot of concerns, and some of them are pretty valid concerns, like about voter ID, mail-in ballots, uh, monitoring system, monitoring these um, um um drop boxes and stuff like that. So he, these are pretty valid terms. Now, I can't say what my true opinion on it for reasons, but. But like what Trump, he's not lying like that. He, I think he he truly believed that about the election, and like and like I I looked at in my view, I looked at a lot of the the things, and like I came to my own decision on it. I can't say that decision because I do not want to get booted off of any platform. But still, though, I I but I believe like um he had a lot of concerns that raised a lot of questions. It truly did. Like uh, and plus, like with the way that the media and the Democrats reacted to this, to it, that just convinces me any even more that there's a lot more shady stuff that's going on behind the scenes. Whoever or whatever it is is doing a whole lot of things. Whatever they're trying to do, whoever's trying to, whoever it is, and well, like a lot of the elites at the top are behind a lot of weird stuff going on. But but yeah, I can't really comment on that anymore much more so yeah melbourne said i hope people are listening to you no we're not 
I'm not listening to you, and no one else is listening to you because you are an idiot. You put that very clearly, and that should be a baseline requirement for office. Um, a baseline requirement for office is someone who actually is good at their job. So if, you, if you're bad at your job, I don't think you should be running for office, a.k.a. Pelosi, Schumer, Biden, Kamala, AOC. Uh, those are just a few more. Omar. So, yeah, I, the, those people I do not believe should be in Congress, especially AOC, who is incredibly stupid. And then on top of that, on the next uh, her, I have Pelosi because someone who's been in office for who knows hundreds of years, I guess. And like <laughs> and like has a bunch of like fifteen dollars or anywhere from 15 bucks to 25 bucks worth of, um, of a pint of ice cream in her fridge. Like each pint of ice cream in her fridge is like anywhere from $15 to $25. That just tells you all about her, Pelosi. So, yeah, that isn't, yeah. And then plus, look like, and plus, she's got, had a lot of plastic surgery on going on. So, yeah, that is all. That, I'm, I'm, that alone just shows a lot of weird stuff. Some of it's even creepy, and Tucker even made a joke about it. But I, I'm not going to talk about that joke right here because, yeah. All right. Let's play this video right here so we can, like, get a, a general idea of what the entire of the entire conversation. So, yeah. All right. Here we go. This is I believe this is Melbourne. I believe it is. And and yeah, talking to this um, congresswoman, 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 congressman, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. Something along those lines. So, yeah. Zo Lofton, a Democratic Congressman from California. We thank you for being here. I was going to say, we know you. Uh, we know your work. And a lot of people who watch know you're on the committee. Um, it was a deliberate choice. And the committee is a bunch of BS. It's illegitimate. Choice that we didn't hear from you or the majority of committee members uh, last night. Um, so walk us through when we will hear from you and how you guys are divvying this up as we look towards Monday. Well, each of us is taking the lead responsibility for some of the hearings. And Monday, uh, it will be my turn uh, to uh, play a, a more leading role. Obviously, all the committee members have <laughs> played a big part of bringing us to the day itself. Um, we will focus on uh, the false narrative that the president engaged in. False narrative. I can't comment on that anymore, but yeah. Okay, then how about if that's false narrative, then why don't you look at back at 2016 when they when the Democrats kept saying, Russia got Trump in, they interfered, got Trump in. And then we found out that was completely false. And like, especially when we, we found out, especially we, the main time we found out when we, we finally all did was when they tried to impeach Trump the first time. And, they, and we all found out that, Oh, Trump doesn't have any Russian connections. So, yeah. That this, that the election was stolen. It wasn't. It was not. Uh, he was told it wasn't. We can go through the specific allegations and how they were disproven. Uh, we will. Not. I have yet to hear stuff that has disproven it. Well, at least I can't say why, but I have yet to hear any good arguments to it, I should say. I'll rephrase it like that. Uh, go through uh, what happened in some of the states, and we'll use, uh, you know, taped uh, interviews, documents, and some live witnesses as well. You know, sometimes we get into complex stuff. I have a very simple question for you. And it's Friday, okay. so maybe we can, you know, take a, take a brief. Which no one is really paying attention to on stuff on Friday. So that's just to let you know something. Either in the middle of the interview. Uh, why does it matter that Trump, according to the evidence, knew he lost rather than was perhaps mistaken? Well, it, it goes to consciousness of guilt. Um, but he also used this fraudulent election scheme uh, to whip up the mob that we saw. Mm. Uh, he did not tell them to, to, he did not use it to whip them up. People had a, gen, a lot of genuine concerns about things, like legitimate stuff I cannot talk about for reasons, but yeah. And like I said, there were FBI informants and, or agents 
and plus Antifa thugs that were in that crowd. So that riled everyone up. Last night. So the fundraising that he did off the lie, uh, the agitation that he created at the mob, it was all part of the scheme to overturn the election. And the election uh, is supposed to choose the next president, not the incumbent. As, as Liz said, I think, uh, he, on the morning of the 6th, he planned to stay in power even though he'd lost the election. Planned to stay in power, uh, not like not what not in the sense that they're trying to say. Like um, he he was like what I what he was th- thinking was that um Pence was actually going to overrule what um and, and like and like do the right thing, but Pence didn't do it, and a lot of people, including me, turned against Pence for reasons like that. Uh, that's never happened in American history before. And I think the threat so, is ongoing uh, to the ongoing. country because he is convinced millions of people who trust him, who voted for him, uh, he has misled them into thinking that the election system uh, doesn't work so that he can seize power. Yeah. That is very dangerous. That's very dangerous. No, I hope people are listening to you. You put that very clearly, and that, sh- that should be a baseline requirement for office. It should be nonpartisan. Um, you know, Congresswoman, you have experience. I think you know, and in, in your party, there are people who don't love Al Gore. There are. Uh, not everyone loves him. And there are people... And guess what? You guys, when you guys are pushing a fake narrative, like I said, look back at 2016 with the Russia stuff that they kept saying... Russia, Russia, Russia. Literally, that's what it was. Who don't love George W. Bush. Not everyone loves him. Um, But both those people, what everyone thinks of them, were reportedly, according to all evidence we have on the same page, that in a dispute about the election, they would go through the law and they would accept the outcome. They both said that publicly and privately, from what we know. And in this case, of course, uh, more on the loser than the winner, because the winner likes the outcome. Uh, In that case... Like it or not, um, Al Gore was the loser of the Supreme Court decision, which then, as we know, what led to the result. Then again, when you look at it, um, with the Democrats saying that um, the Republicans were had no right to object to the Electoral College, the elector, the elector, counting the electors, they saying that was inciting a riot. When again, and um, like when they just mentioned between the Bush and Gore thing in in two thousand, um, don't they realize that a, that a lot of the Democrats objected to the counting the, ele- the electors for um, Florida. Don't they remember that? And guess what? Going into, like like they said right here, the Supreme Court dis- um, already um, settled it. They decided it. It was settled. But guess what? Even after that, they still objected to it. So that should be, so like if, if like what Republicans did was inciting violence, then that certainly was too. They, they had no right to do that as well. Now, in, in my opinion, in actuality, I think both t- times they had, um, there was good reason to object to both of them. In my view, like there were like a weird, th- like even though I don't like Bush or Gore, I think like probably a lot of the Democrat, the Democrats did raise some concern. Now, I'm not saying I agree with it completely because like um, I don't know, I I haven't found e- either way to prove either. But whether you like it or not, not they still um, um objected to counting the electors. Yeah. Oops. And we have um, video footage of that as well. That's the baseline. Uh, Donald Trump, as the evidence showed last night, and and we'll hear from you next week, um, doesn't meet that minimum threshold and instead is acting like an autocrat. Um, Before I lose you, I did want to get on the other news. Jenny Thomas, uh, the reporting makes it look worse and worse, pressing uh, in Arizona. Um, 27 more than previously known. uh, Oh, my God. Like... They're here's the thing. These people, they're desperate trying, they're desperate desperately trying to go after Clarence Thomas and his family. This is what they're trying to do. Because guess what? Clarence Thomas is on the Supreme Court. He's a black man. But here's the thing. He's a conservative, a Republican. And the Democrats hate that. They 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 hate black conservatives or black Republicans because it goes against their agenda. And their agenda is all all Republicans and all conservatives are racist. And when you have someone like Clarence Thomas, who is a black man and is also a conservative, that disproves their narrative. And they hate that. And like AOC even said that a Clarence Thomas should be, should be, should resign or be impeached. 
they're desperately trying to get rid of him because they do not like his opinions, like the way he like all, all of his views or or like the decisions he makes. They're desperately trying to get rid of him. Yeah. Gina Thomas pressed 27 Arizona lawmakers to help overturn Trump's defeat email show. Hey, she had um, actual good reasoning to. I can't say what those reasons are, but yeah. Virginia Gina Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, pressed 29 Republican state lawmakers in Arizona, 27 more than previously known, to set aside Joe Biden's popular vote, um, vote victory and choose presidential electors. And she had valid concerns as well, just like a lot of other people had valid concerns. <laughs> yeah. How many, 29 total Republican state lawmakers, um, asking them to potentially, I guess, be involved in an illegal plot, potentially uh, commit elector fraud. Your response? Well, that is not going to be the subject of our hearing on Monday. That's It's the big lie that's the mm -hmm. subject. Uh, certainly, there is a lot of evidence, documents, which you have and we have, uh, about a variety of efforts made uh, to have state legislators overturn the election, uh, to discount the uh, electors selected by the voters and put instead the loser of the election uh, into the Electoral College. And uh, those uh, emails are, are part of a broader scheme uh, that all can be traced back. I mean, they did not randomly occur. Uh, there was an organized effort that we can uh, trace and that we will provide evidence for. Understood. What evidence? I know it's, uh, there I is mentioned none. It's the weekend's coming. I imagine it's a working weekend for you. So here on this Friday <laughs> evening, appreciate you making time, Congresswoman Lofgren. Like, I, that just goes to show you, like, how pathetic the Democratic Party is. That they are desperately trying to protect, um, 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 like, make um, Trump and all conservatives and Republicans who had concerns, concerns, I can't go any further than that, but concerns about what happened in, in, the, in 2020. That's all. And guess what? You're, they're called terrorists just for that. And, they, and they, they should be put, like, literally, there are people, like, like I said, the people who went into the Capitol should be punished. They broke the law. They trespassed. Now, you can make an argument, well, the police let them in so that they, 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 were, they, they were just being allowed to come in. Yeah. And so, yeah, that just goes to show you, like, and, and like, the thing, thing was, like, it's obvious that there were, like, a lot at, the, at um, January 6th, there were a lot of things that were going on, like, clearly. Like stuff that we can't, I can't even mention on the show on any platform at all. But I think you guys probably know what I'm referring to right there. All right, we're going to go to the to the story. What this January 6th thing leads right into. This is another story, and like this goes into the NFL and a, an assistant coach in the NFL. As you guys know, I'm an NFL fan, a Dallas Cowboy fan to be specific. And like, even though I can't stand the Washington Redskins. And, guess, and yes, I am calling them the Redskins. I am not calling them the Commanders or football team or whatever. Even though I, I even though um, Washington football team is actually much more, actually more is actually better than Washington Commanders because at, at least it's something funny and a little unique. Because and Commanders is a pretty basic, dumb, horrible name. But whatever, I'm not. I'm still calling them the Washington Redskins because guess what? The reason they they didn't they, re, they were forced to change their name because of how Nike got involved and threatened to pull all their merchandise. From their from their store, like and would have um, destroyed their their revenue, not just for them, but for the NFL as a whole. So, yeah, it was blackmail. That's just what it was at the end of the day. So, yeah. And there's a, a an assistant coach on um, the Washington Washington Redskins named Jack Del Rio. He was a former head coach of the the Raiders, well, Las Vegas Raiders, before the Oakland Raiders. And he was all no. He was he didn't go to Vegas. He got fired before he, they went to Vegas. So my mistake. He was a former coach of the Raiders. We'll just leave it at that. And before that, he was an assistant coach for the Denver Broncos. And before that, he was uh, an, a coach, the main the head coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right now, he's an, an assistant coach on the Washington Redskins. Okay. He had his own like a, like I believe like a day or two ago. He had his own comments about the January sixth thing. His own comments. He, he called it something like um, it's like a dust off or like just dusted away, something along those lines. And the media freaked out about it. 
they freaked out. Like they went after him, just like uh, because of how his comments and the comments he did. He compared it to the summer of love and in, in 2020, where all the BLM and Antifa riots were going on, and they were burning down buildings and like destroying property, caused billions of dollars worth of damage. And he compared it to and compared it to that like, by saying like, okay and okay, why is this so bad? But that isn't. And the Democrats weren't even talking about that. And like, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't saying, he wasn't saying he agreed with the violence on January 6th. No, he's just, he's saying he doesn't like violence at all. But, but what he was trying to say is like, why are, why are you guys, guys condemning this, but you're not condemning that? Yeah. Just guess, guess what? Jack Del Rio was condemning both. But yeah, we're going to go read into this article again from Breitbart. So yeah, this one right here. So I'm going to bring that right up right here. Uh, Commander's coach, Del Rio. All right here. <sighs> Commanders Jack Del Rio blasted after calling out Congress for holding January 6th hearings while ignoring Floyd riots. 100%. They were they're ignoring those riots, but they're I'm going but they're holding hearings for, for this. And if you look at footage from January 6th, January 6th and compare it to footage from the Summer of Love, it's in you can't even tell it like it looks like the, these riots in, in the Summer of Love were far worse than what was happening on January 6th. It's clearly, like, it literally looked like just a bunch of people just breaking through windows and just, like, um, walking through the Capitol. They were walking through the Capitol illegally, but it was nothing compared to what was happening in the Summer of Love. These people were burning down buildings, burning down cop cars, rioting, looting, like, and even a lot of people got killed. Like, officers lost their lives in, in, in these riots. Like literally, and, and caused billions of dollars worth of damage, and the media did, um, and like the media called it fiery but mostly peaceful protests. Like that is just pathetic. The most stupid, ignorant thing you could ever do. And like, like remember what happened in Portland? There was over a hundred days, um, over a hundred straight days of fires being started, uh, like buildings being burned down, loot, rioting, looting, like everything. Like that mayor in like um in Portland, it, that mayor is the most progressive mayor in the country, and they're like not good enough. That they were literally like they were saying "f you" resign. That they were like they tried to burn his lobby down too. Like he had to move out because of it. Like like for days they were like have, outside having dance parties in front of his um ha- in front of his apartment building, and like 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 I said, he had to move out because like people tried to to firebomb it. So. <laughs> that just goes to show you what was going on or what happened in Seattle. Like, um, remember the Chaz and chop, chop slash chop thing where they took over like an entire section of Seattle for like, was how many days was it? Like it, it was, it was about, it was over a week, I believe, but I, I don't, I don't remember how long it was, but it was something along those lines. Well, yeah, this is Jack Del Rio right here. So yeah. So you guys um can't see the, if you guys are listening to this, but you guys can just go check the article out on Breitbart so you can take a look at, uh, at it. Yeah. We're going to read the article now. Well, sorry about that. Wait, wait. <clears throat> Washington, I'm not saying that, Washington Redskins, and yes, they're the Redskins to me. I do not care about anything else. Defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio is being blasted by the left for a tweet asking why the George Floyd riots are being ignored while the left continues to push the January 6th riot. 100% I'm correct on that. No no lie I, from I see. That's just what's happening. That's what the media and the Democrats are doing. They, but they're not holding themselves accountable for um, the summer of love. But they're but they're um, condemning everything the Republicans did on January six. Well, but these well, I shouldn't say that. Well, I shouldn't say that. Well, yeah, in a little ways, yeah, because like the Republicans objected to the electoral college to counting them, while well, a bunch of these idiots were going around right went around and um, and running the Capitol. So yeah, Del Rio rep, um, responded to a, a report about the January six committee hearing posted by the left wing um left wing Brooklyn. Brookings, Brookings, Brooklyn's, Brookings Institute, I believe that's what it's called. But Del Rio had a question writing, 
would love to to would love to understand the whole story about why the summer of riots, looting, burning, and the destruction of personal property is never discussed. But this is, yeah, I that's that, I don't see how he said anything wrong right there. He did not say one thing wrong, not one. And so, yeah, like like the tweet is right there. So I think you guys can probably get what that is. So. Yeah, like he was like, why are the Democrats that why are the Democrats condemning January 6th, but not um with the summer of love? The reason is, is they were that was their, they were pushing their agenda. They were trying to, to make it worse for Trump and blame it all on him. So, yeah. The Rio has a point. Of course, America has suffered through years of riots, property destruction, law breaking deaths, and, and man, any manner of mayhem, from the Occupy Wall Street writers to something protest, leftists have been destroying things for more than a decade. Cities have burned, neighborhoods leveled, businesses um, districts raised, and people have died. Officers, people, like a lot of people died. I, I forgot the exact number of, of how many died, but it was like in the, in like in the, in the dozens, I believe. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong about that, but I believe it was something along those lines. And plus, like in Minneapolis, where all this started, they the people they burned down the the, the police headquarters. That just that that just goes to show you. Like they literally burned it down in the middle of the night, and they wouldn't allow fire trucks to get there to like um to like put the fire out. So, yeah, and there's video footage of this on MSNBC. There literally is. Yeah. Naturally, the left leftists went wild attacking Del Rio for asking a perfectly good question. This is just what leftists do. They attack people just for having just for raising some questions about certain things. But yeah, the leftists, um, they don't um, they don't they hate it when someone calls them out, but they're willing to call everyone else out. Yeah. Left wing sports um, figures constantly, constantly claim that they should be allowed to post their every meandering political position on social media. Del Rio says one thing, and he is attacked because he called January 6th a dust-up. And yeah, compared to the Summer of Love, it is a dust-up. I don't see how he lied there. I, if you look at the footage and compare it, it truly is a dust-up in comparison. In an interview on Wednesday, Del Rio said he was just expressing himself and noted that no one on his team seems upset over it. Okay. Right down, and right down here it says, um, Redskins DC um, Jack Del Rio on his recent tweet at today's media session. Businesses are being burned down. No problem. We have a dust up at the Capitol. Nothing burned down. And we're going to make that a major deal? Yeah. The, the Capitol building wasn't burned down, but a lot of these businesses in cities were. So, yeah. But according to the leftists at the big, big lead, Del Rio's comment should have been be used to smear his entire team. So much for free political speech on pro sports. But yeah, like the NFL, NBA, and like Major League Baseball, they go after conservatives, conservatives who have conservative opinions and say something that most people on the right would say. But they but they and they go after them and sometimes they they mock them and sometimes they're not even allowed to to say that because they're afraid of being attacked. But then again. But they allow all these leftists to do all this weird stuff. And, yeah, and they they just allow it and nothing happens. Yeah. And I want to show them the actual video, I believe. You must see if I can get this right here. Uh, let me see. Uh, okay, give me one second. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Um, one second, guys. I'm trying to actually find it right now. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, all right, down here. Okay, I, I found I found it right here. So yeah, I'm gonna bring this right up here. I'm gonna show you the video of um, Del Rio's actual comments of what he said. So yeah, I'm gonna go to Twitter and bring this up right here. So yeah, give me one second. Uh, okay, sport. Let me see sports. So okay, here it is right here. So yeah, we here's the here's the video of what Jack said. So. Yeah, and yeah. 
why is it not important to you, like, if your players are concerned by, by what you said? Oh, if they are and, and they want to talk about it, I'd talk about it with anybody. Yeah, no, no problem. problem. At any time. But uh, but they're not. I'm just expressing myself. Yeah. And uh, I think we all as Americans have the right to express ourselves, especially if you're being respectful. Yeah. I'm being respectful. 100%. I just asked a simple question. Really, did I – let's get right now. All he did was just ask a question. Yeah. What's more American than just asking a question? Down to it. What did I ask? A simple question. Why are we not looking into those things? If we're going to talk about it, why are we not looking into those things? Because it's kind of hard for me to say I can realistically look at it. I see the images on TV. People's livelihoods are being destroyed. Businesses are being burned down. Yeah. No problem. And then we have a dust up at the Capitol. Well, there's no, nothing burned down. Yeah. And we're not going to talk about. We're going to make that a major deal. I just think. Yeah. It kind of two standards. And if we apply the same standard, and we're going to be reasonable with each other, let's have a discussion. That's all it was. Let's have a discussion. We're Americans. Let's talk yeah. it through. Yeah. I'm for. I'm for us. You know, having a great opportunity to have a fulfilled life. Uh, like I said, every way, every which way I can, when I'm here, it's about love and respect. Yeah. I love my guys. I respect my guys. Uh, but I also love the fact that I'm an American and that means I'm free to express myself. Yeah. I'm not afraid to do that. Yeah. If you, he's an American, he has every right to express himself. Guess what? If in like all these people, these leftists and these, and these players that cater to these woke mob or whatever, they have a right to say that. And guess what? I support their right to say it. Guess what? Jack and like conservative um, people, they have a right to say their own opinions as well. I'm conservative. I have a right to say my own opinion as well. But if pe- if conservatives or even right-leaning libertarians or even some, in some cases classic liberals like Joe Rogan or Tim Pool or Russell Brand, like um, they can't p- apparently say their opinions because guess what? They'll get criticized for it. Or and like, but guess what? They're, they they but but Joe and Tim and Russell they say their opinions and they don't care about the backlash they get because guess what? They're willing to take it because guess what? They're anti-corruption and they're actually willing to call out all the BS. Even though there's a lot of things I disagree with them on, I fundamentally um, uh, we actually I fundamentally agree with them on one basic thing. All of them on one basic thing at least: anti-corruption. Because guess what? I'm anti-corruption. I am anti. I am. I am actually pro. I am actually pro-American, pro-maga, pro-patriot. I because I love my country and I love everything about it. Well, I should say, let me rephrase that. I love pretty much everything about my most things about my country. Yes, America has its its its, its issues. It's not perfect. Like there's like there's like the a country has never been perfect. No country ever has, never will. America has has flaw, its flaws and like it's had flaws. Obviously, the big one. Slavery and and, so, and and um segregation, like those are big major flaws that is that should be addressed and like should be mentioned because it's part of American history, whether anyone likes it or not. But get, but guess what? To say that the entire country is racist and that there's nothing rede- redeemable about it is asinating to me. That's just my opinion. You can take it however you want, but that's just how I take it. And yeah, I actually appreciate what Jack said. Until this happened, he did the one thing, the one thing he should not have done and nor anyone should ever do, apologize for making your comments. Jack apologized. The moment he did that, I was like, oh, my God, man, you you were actually being a badass right here. You're being a great person. I love what you're doing. And then he just apologized. Like we're actually gonna, I'm gonna show you that tweet actually that um that apology that he did. So yeah, give me one second. I'm gonna bring that up right here. Uh, one moment. Okay, bring that one up. I have it right up here. Okay, I think this is the real. I think I think this is it, right? Yeah, here it is. If you guys can see it, like if like if you're listening to the audio, I'm gonna um um say this say this. <sighs> And he posted this on Twitter. He made, I believe he was, I believe the Redskins um, contacted him. They had a discussion and they, and I believe he was forced to put this, this comment out. Like 
uh, like he probably shouldn't have done that, but he, so I don't know what could have happened. Like I think a bad thing could have happened if he hadn't, but he still should not have said it at all. And I quote, I made comments earlier today and reference, referencing the attack that took place on the United States Capitol on January 6, 2021. Referring, refer, refer, referencing that the situ, that situation as a dust-up was irresponsible, no, it was not irresponsible, and negligent, and I am sorry, should never have apologized, buddy. You never should. I stand by my comments in condemning violence in communities across the country. Well, at least he's condemning violence of all kinds, so that's, that's actually something good right there. I, I say that while also expressing my support as an American citizen for peaceful pro protest in our country. I agree with that. I have full I have fully supported all peaceful protests in America, just as I do, just as pretty much everyone else does, at least every reasonable person. I love, respect, and support all my fellow coaches, players, and staff that I work with and respect their views and, and opinions. Yeah. Yeah. There are some things in the statement I agree with, but sorry, guys, my allergies are messing up. <clears throat> yeah, but the main problem he did was apologizing. He should never have apologized at all. That was the big mistake he made. Because guess what? Once you apologize, they these leftists will take it a mile, and eventually they're they're just gonna cancel you for anything really and then if you're going to keep apologizing and then you're going to get to a point where you cannot please them and just you'll be there'll be nothing left of you that's just what's going to happen it's slowly starting to happen to joe rogan now because like the moment he apologized for stuff that was that he said which um i didn't i, I and that, dep that depends on how you want to view some of the stuff he said guess what the main problem was he apologized and there was no reason he should have just like there's no reason that Jack should have apologized. He should have just held his guns and just went with it. Just saying, sorry, I have my own opinions. I am an American citizen, and I have a right to have my own opinions. But he didn't do that. And now look what's happening to him. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't, I don't like that he apologized, but it's too late now, buddy. So, yeah. But as you get right there, like, you can't. You should not apologize to the woke mob because once you apologize, they will take it even further, and it will get to a point where you cannot please them no matter what you do. Just look at Ethan Klein right now. Like he, like Jordan Peterson said, he used to respect him, he liked him, but now that he has started to cater to them, eventually it's going to get to a point where he cannot um, please them no matter what he does, and he will just be destroyed himself. So yeah. That's just that's just what it is. Like I don't like it, but hey, it happened. So yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna move on to the final topic here right now. Our final topic we have today, we're actually it's actually a continuation of yesterday's episode, pretty much. As you guys know, I was talked about how Tim Pool and the and Jeremy from the quartering were swatted yesterday. Well, Tim was yeah, I talked about it. J J Jeremy was swatted and like, wow, like literally he, it was in the middle of the night where he got actually got handcuffed, he and his wife, and he actually had got thrown to the ground and had to lay there for like 20 or so minutes before he was unhandcuffed. And like, it was just weird. Like, we, and he had a, there were a bunch of off, like who knows how many officers there were with guns pointed at him because like someone uh, made a fake SWAT, made a, made a SWAT, made a SWAT. Called the police saying he had threatened, he saying that he killed his wife and was threatening to kill himself. And so, yeah. And it happened just around the same time when Tim Poole got swatted. And it's obviously, it's probably the same guy. And 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 the reason is because the reason this person swatted Jeremy too, well, because Jeremy has called out the swatting, swat, whoever's swatting Tim, because like and he's threatened to, and he said he would um, give like a $10,000 reward to, to lead to the arrest of whoever was swatting. And then, like, in the middle of when Tim's stream got swatted, because he got swatted in the middle of the stream, what happened was Jeremy got in it and actually donated, like, a lot of money promoting his coffee thing. And, like, it had turned into a whole meme. Like, you can do, like, almost an, an entire segment on that, but I, I won't do that right here. But it was entire, but it was really funny. Basically, he was, he was taking advantage of it to promote his coffee thing, which was hilarious. So, yeah. 
And then later that night, Jeremy got swatted in the middle of the night at his house. And like, yeah. And then today I was watching, I watched um, an episode of, on the quartering, Jeremy. Apparently he got swatted again. And like, yeah, it, it, this is getting out of hand, guys. Like trying, you're, swatting is something that's illegal. And like, you can literally get someone killed or hurt or severely hurt. You like, you can get, get dogs killed, like, or any other pets, like, wow. Or get damaged property, but that's actually the least concerning thing. Like, um, you can literally get like get officers or even the people, whoever you're swatting hurt or killed. Like, and yeah, I just want to play that video right here because I brought that video up. And like, I want to play it again because like, yeah, this is actually interesting. And Jeremy himself wasn't the only one swatted. Another guy was swatted. Uh, let me find that. Okay. Uh, Nick Rekia, Rekia, I believe that's how you say his name, got swatted as well. So we're actually going to play this right here. And I, whoever's doing it is clearly leaving an obvious trail on it. So, yeah. And there, yeah, I just want to play this right here. So, yeah. Ah, yes. Of course, I'm sure those behind this are super happy yeah. uh, that I'm going to report on this. I will uh, let my viewers know this is the last time I'm talking about it. Um, because I have some good news oh. in regards to uh, locating those, but uh, the people behind it. Um, but yes, uh, last night uh, I was on a live stream uh, with Nick. And yeah. by the way, uh, I have to say, Nick Riqueda, Yeah, uh, I have to say very, very thankful uh, to Nick for hosting me. Yeah. Very, very thankful for Nick's view. And this coffee thing right here, um, yeah, if you guys are listening to audio, you can't see it. But the thing is, he has this thing right on the side of his video. Basically, having his coffee his, his coffee brand, uh, uh, coffee, coffee, like I believe it's anti-decaf. I could be wrong, but I believe it's something along those lines. This is company indoor, and like um had like um uh, had basically an endorsed endorsement practically on his like his channel. So he's using it to promote it. So Hey, I, I don't mind that he's promoting it. He has every right to. It's actually pretty funny, funny stuff. So, yeah. I don't drink coffee, but, hey, if you I don't drink coffee or tea either. But if you do, hey, congratulations. Drink as much as you want. I just won't. Viewers going absolutely ham supporting coffee brand coffee. I think they, they had, we had our, our, our single biggest day ever. Yeah. Um, so I'm really, really thankful and blessed and humbled. That so many people are willing to give us a try. Yeah. Uh, orders are shipping today to our, for our delicious teas, coffee, yeah. and cocos. Remember, if you don't pick up some tea, coffee, or cocoa, yeah. the swatters win. <laughs> yeah. Use code SWAT to save 5% on single orders. And that's, a, that's part of the joke right there. Use promo code SWAT. <laughs> yeah, to get a discount. So, yeah. Without a promo code, you get 10% off all orders that you order auto refill oh, now yeah. i know that it's like turning into a meme and people are kind of getting sick of the coffee thing now that teas are launched this week like i'll chill out again uh next week uh but i was on a live stream with nick last night and we both got swatted oh uh, um during the stream i didn't know that part. this is you know clearly the same people who are yeah. doing it oh yeah clearly um, and during the stream so wow that's just, yeah, whoever's doing this is, is clearly trying to get attention to just mess with all these people. So who, I don't know how this person finds out their address or their numbers or whatever, but yeah. I don't know if it's the super chats to Tim that are triggering them. Yeah. Uh, if now I've is. drawn their ire. You know, it's not just the super chats, but it was also defending Tim and threatened and saying you'll put up ten thousand dollars in in, a, in reward to lead to an arrest for it. So yeah, they that whoever did whoever is doing this got triggered by by Jeremy by you doing that and by um by actually um with the super chats. So yeah, I'm glad Jeremy did both because not only is he supporting his his um his endorsement with the coffee with coffee, but he's also helping Tim out. It's like Tim just should not be going through this. And Jeremy should not be going through this either because, like, all he's trying to do is defend his friend. So, yeah. After 
getting Tim dozens of times, but uh, it's sad. You know, somebody's going to get hurt. It's not funny. It's not a meme. It's a felony here in the United it States. It is a felony. Um, and whoever's doing this is like, you know, going to have a long, spend a long time in prison. Yeah. They will get caught oh, eventually, yeah. especially now that they're getting sloppy. Sloppy. Now, now they've got people in three. Sloppy. So that's going to be interesting. I, I got to listen to more of this. Different states plus working on this. And, um, you know, subpoenas have been, or warrants have already been issued this morning. I can't get into all the details. Well, that I did not know. Subpoenas for warrants. Oh my God. I, I got to learn more about this because this is actually some interesting stuff. Really interesting. I, cause I did not know about this. So yeah. And the fact that these, the, whoever is doing this is getting so sloppy, just leaving the, an, an open trail. Yeah. Details about that. But um, things are moving forward. I'm also extraordinarily happy to announce that my local law enforcement is taking this super, super serious. Good. I was worried that they wouldn't. They contacted me. They've already proactively done a bunch of stuff in terms of investigating. They shared a bunch of information with me that, like, I have to admit, hmm. like, you know, I was very impressed in oh. just like two short days what they already knew um, on their own, doing their own research. Wow. Now I've connected them oh. with the people working with Tim and oh. the people, uh, some other, another location from somebody was happening to. Okay. And uh, interesting. Now really we're going to, now we're cooking with gas. Okay. Yeah. Now we're going to have uh, a, I think, hopefully a resolution soon. Yeah. And, you know, the idea that, you know, there are, there are other things that I think should be looked at outside of the police. Yeah. And this is what I would like, you know, as a message to police. And, you know, my lawyer sent a letter today, too. I thought about reading it, but, probably I, you know, shouldn't. I don't want to make shouldn't. a big deal because I really do support my local police. Yeah. The more and more I look back, like, yes, it was a dangerous situation that we were all put in. But like they, they were just doing their job. They kind of didn't have much of a choice to do it. Like they had, they kind, they had to. I know, like the situation was bad. They probably should have handled it a little differently. They, they should have. But it was in that moment, and like people's adrenaline, their adrenaline was going so high. Like it's under, like they shouldn't have done it, but it's understandable though. I'm just saying. But given the information that they had, they just really couldn't have responded any differently yeah um the two officers who came here last night were an absolute delight yeah uh super friendly kind awesome people um and just said yeah it happened you guys good yeah we're good peace out yeah so my the detective let me know i'll say one thing like all the local emergency services um are now have now been re-re-reminded oh because yeah. they because they're trying to use other services to get a reaction. So they don't just call call police, they'll call fire departments, they'll mm -hmm. call EMTs. There's something I, I do think that I'd like to propose some sort of policy change. Hmm, interesting. And that's these like these text providers. I won't use the names, but we know who they're using, obviously. Um, there are many providers like this though on the internet where you can just send a text message. Um, okay. They should be like barred from sending any messages to emergency services. I mean, if you can go on the- That, that is debatable that, like you could, that, that I would need to look more into, I would need to look more into that. Cause like, if you did that, like if something, like something really happened and you couldn't send it in, I can, so yeah, I, I, I'll have to look more into that. Like if you ban, if you say like um, these services that uh, that you can use on the internet, if you ban them from sending them to emergency um um service for services, like um yes, like it would it would help with the swatting thing and, and prevent it from happening. But at the same time, it, like if there was a direct emergency, the people wouldn't be able to send it in to emergency services. So I see both sides, but. I'll have to do my own. I'll have to do more research, look more into that, just in case. I will have to, so I can't comment any further on it. The internet, and you can send a text or an email or whatever. You can 
you know, you can text or you can find support if you need it. Mm. Um, or they should at least be flagging these text messages as like mm. suspicious or something. Something has to change mm. because, mm. you know, the mm. fact that they're just using, you know, VPNs and, and these like lame tech services mm. seems like an easy problem to fix. Seems like uh, some simple policy changes because, and again, I was extraordinarily happy to hear this from the detective. He himself said, "Look, people have died from this. We take oh, this yeah. seriously. This is an attempt, you know, an attempt on somebody's life." I forget what he said. Class it was a class something felony, either I yeah. or five or something. I couldn't remember. Yeah, um, I'll have to look but, more into uh, that. Part. Now, of course, he said, "Hey, like, don't you know, like, don't change your schedule. Keep doing you." You know, which I thought was cool to hear. Yeah. Um, you know, do your live streams, do whatever you want, you know, just make sure your phone's charged. Uh, and then, you know, uh, you know, we take this seriously. Pe people have died. He said, that he even said, like, this guy and this, he mentioned the people that I've already reported on. Yeah. That didn't survive it. He knew. Hmm. So um, that was very, very reassuring uh, for me and my family to know that, like, they're taking it seriously. Uh, and of course they did say, look, we can't just not come. Yeah. And, uh, I said, Hey, don't worry. I'll have a pot of delicious coffee brand coffee <laughs> ready for your officers. Okay. Anytime they want to stop by, <laughs> you can literally stop by anytime and get a cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty I, funny. I, too. I don't, uh, I don't mind seeing cops. I'm not like that. Yeah, that was pretty funny though. Like obviously he has to promote the coffee thing. So yeah like yeah people maybe people say like oh that's the privilege of growing up in the suburbs okay fine it is but i don't i don't get scared when i see police i welcome their presence i like to, i like to see them around in my neighborhood makes me feel safe yeah um are there are there bad cops yes, yes there, are. there are also bad doctors bad teachers yep. bad garbage men and bad internet personalities yes there okay, are so I hundred percent right, right there. There's good people in everything, and there's bad people in everything. Just how it is. Just think, you know, even on this channel, sometimes I don't do a good enough job, kind of disclaiming, um, you know, hey, these, you know, like these, like drag queen story hour weirdos. Okay, mm -hmm. that's like fifty people, hopefully. Yeah. Most people who are involved in education are not weirdos. Yeah, most people guess, are not. I hope. Anyway, but there's I'll a giant chunk of them are that are that weirdos though. There are there's a giant chunk chunk of them that are weirdos. Jokes aside, um, it was very very nice to hear, um, that they're not screwing around. Like he's already off screen. Email me some information. Like they're not screwing around, and um, now they're coordinating at a federal level, and. Uh, I feel like safe to just do whatever as I yeah. would normally do. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not having, you know, I told him like, I'm not, I'm refusing entry into my home, you know, as a, as a rule going forward. Yeah. He understood. Um, Tim handles it a different way. Yeah. I understand why Tim does. Somebody says like, Hey, uh, some I, I left a package in the house. Like he's got people in and out of his house all day long. Yeah. So it's fees possible. That possible makes sense. That um, makes total sense. I don't leave my house extremely rarely. I have video cameras all around it. Um, people yeah. aren't in my house who I don't know. So yeah. Uh, these type of calls, which I presume will be one of the next ones, these type of calls don't like. Yeah. There's no plausible reason for them to enter my home. Yeah. And so I just made that very clear. Um, and of course, even like one of the people who was here last night was here the night before. And he was like, dude, I'm, you know, sorry that we're not down that way. So like, yeah, you know, understandable. I, I'm not mad about it. I think at this point, I'm just, you know, I'm happy to continue. Like I went on Nick's show to talk about it. Yeah. And of course to shill my coffee, but, uh, <laughs> they, uh, uh, couldn't handle that. So they 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 swatted us both, and got so desperate, so desperate to silence them or to make something worse happen. So, yeah. I also had the singest, single biggest day ever in coffee brand coffee history. Yeah. So, do, would I prefer 
my law enforcement's time stop getting wasted on this? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Am I going to ignore one of the most griftacular moments in my life? Absolutely not. No. Nor should he. Our teas are now shipping. Yeah. We have six flavors of coffee. Five uh, flavors of coffee, or uh, yeah. not flavors, but roasts. Yeah. We have cold brew bags. These are awesome for summer. We've got three different hot cocos. Yeah. Look at all of our teas. Uh, to all the people who out there like coffee, this is probably something good for you. So, hey, if you're watching my show and you like coffee, I assume you should just go check this out. Um um, uh, coffee brand coffee.com. So I suggest you go check it out there. I don't drink coffee. So yeah. Chai tea, oolong, chamomile, green tea, English breakfast tea, and organic Earl Grey. There's something for everyone. By the way, we have the stainless steel tea infuser thing for the loose leaf. Yeah. Um, we've got grinders for our beans. So if you want to, or if you want your coffee to last longer, Order the whole bean and grind it yourself. Stay fresher longer. Order the whole bean, grind it yourself. Um, if you if people are like, we don't have K-cups, we've got the reusable K-cup filter here. Works perfect. To get your grounds, you put them right in there, put them right in your K-cup machine. Um, I really, really am so blown away by your support. Um, by Nick's chat support last night was mind-blowing. Um, and... Uh, Okay, so yeah, I think he's done talking about it. He's just talking about the coffee thing now. Okay, we're going to get right uh, in this stream right here. So yeah. Uh, all right, but you get the whole idea. So like they're desperately, they got des whoever's doing this is desperate, like is getting so sloppy that it's actually leaving an open trail for for them to get caught. So I don't understand how they're going to, whoever's doing this, getting this that stupid, but yeah. All right. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry about that. My mic got unplugged. That's my fault. Forgive me for that. Sorry about that. All right. I'm going to end this stream now, guys. Let's end this right now. Because, like, whoever's doing this is easily get, is going to get caught pretty soon. Whether it, it's because they're leaving an open trail for them, open trail for a, a law enforcement to find them. So, joke is on them. They're going to get caught and they're going to do a long time in jail for this. Because swatting is a serious crime. Serious. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's it. This has actually been a fun video right here, guys. So, yeah. <clears throat> Make sure to like this video, subscribe to this channel, and turn on notifications. Also, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Minds, CloudHub, Gab, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. All right, now. Uh, this is Ray, the host of the Ray Infinity Show, episode number 48. We'll be back up on YouTube in like a, in like a few days. So, yeah, I'm Ray, the host of the Ray Infinity Show podcast. Catch you guys later. Peace. Mm -hmm.